Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Oh, you didn't shoot. say the podcast part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's redo that again. Huh? Really? I mean, it was fine. Okay, okay, like, okay. We'll try one more time. Okay. 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 Welcome, everybody, to the Cousin Connection Podcast. podcast. Oh, that actually worked out. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Really My name's cool-ish. Amir. My name is Sara. And, uh, yeah, welcome to our, not technically first episode. Yeah, let, let's start with full transparency here. Um, we're recording this podcast after we've already recorded about three or four of them, uh, but since it is... Uh, the month of Ramadan as we're recording this, this we thought it would be edition, exactly like, we uh, thought we would make a special even though it's literally <laughs> our first episode <laughs> we're gonna put out <laughs> and, and we thought you know uh, uh it would be appropriate to put out an episode that at least addresses the fact that we're fasting fasting and we're in the middle of Ramadan um so yeah we're gonna start off with this and uh we'll go from there so can you move that pillow down I can't see your face <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is this is literally how you're talking, Amir. I'm trying to relax here. Okay, I'm trying to get a relaxing see your one eye mode. through the pillow. <laughs> get okay. comfortable. Okay, by I'm, the way, I'm super comfortable right now. We're in the living room today in mm-hmm. my house, on the couches, and we're just like it's a vibe. You know? Yeah, this is really chill. Windows yeah. open. Yeah, breezes coming in. Sun's out. Yeah, you don't want to know what we did to set up this <laughs> podcast today. So, my can I can I swear? Can we? Can we? Is is Will it be my dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so lame. My dumb butt. But like, okay, so I came to Sada's house today to to record this podcast, and I keep everything in a box so like I can never forget it. Everything I put it in the box when we're done, and I take it out so whenever we need to record, it's all ready and set together. I don't know why, but the last time we recorded the podcast, we were putting it all together. I forgot the power cable of all things, so I literally came to Sada's house. 20 minute drive, 25, 26 minute drive. I pull up and start pulling out all the stuff out of the box. And like, I already know what happened. Wait, I just looked into though? the box. It was in the same spot we recorded last time. I left it plugged Shoot. in the whole time. So yeah, I had to drive. I drove here 26, 27 minutes. I felt really Forgot bad. the power cable, drove all the way back just to pick up the power cable. My mom calls me a dumb butt. <laughs> when she sees me run back in just to get the power cable and I drive all the way back so he can get this done for you guys so you know even though <laughs> it's probably like one <laughs> listener this is what we do for you <laughs> it's probably us listening to ourselves <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay so since it is the uh the ramadan uh, i want i actually had a question for you mm-hmm. so because it's a pandemic and everything um do you feel like you're missing that like ramadan spirit like there's something different about ramadan during a pandemic like you just can't get into it like you used to um yes and no because like last year i loved that we were at home Mm -hmm. Um, that was the first time i've ever like 
just fasted at home with just me and my parents mm-hmm. and i was like wow this is i have so much time to do like what i want to do because like mm-hmm. for, for anyone who's listening who isn't muslim the month of ramadan is not just about fasting like we really um put in more effort than we normally do i mean mm-hmm. we should always be putting in effort but muslims yeah. will tend to normally or tend to put in more effort during that specific month because it's such a blessed month um to do more acts of worship and the fact that like i was working from home for the first time in a very like ever basically mm-hmm. i had all this free time and i was so happy last year but this year mm-hmm. i'm like i kind of want to like break my remember all the iftar parties we used to have yeah see that's the thing so like I I had the same feeling because I'm uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned this before I'm an introvert like I like doing things by myself like being by myself so the first year when we did it I was I loved it yeah because he didn't have that obligation to like go out and kind of yeah. do things every week but this year I'm like you know I'm, I'm low key missing that yeah like even just going to the like the center to exactly. like see everyone Friday Saturday mm-hmm. praying together like that's the part that I like I miss interacting with people but yeah and it I made mean, me think it made me think of like the golden age like what was a your what was your favorite year of ramadan what was your golden age of ramadan like that was ideal when experience. ramadan was in the winter and we used to go to warden woods friday and saturday that was your ideal i used to live for those literally i would live for those moments yeah because it first of all remember that ride home okay for you you lived like five minutes yeah exactly i lived across the street <laughs> <laughs> for me it was like a 30 minute ride home mm-hmm. and just like being able to sleep when it snows it's yeah. like the the best feeling in the world but like seeing everyone and all that amazing mm-hmm. food that people it's like a giant pot yeah and for like, context uh, we're talking about every i think friday saturday and maybe sometimes sunday i feel like it was sunday yeah too. i think it was sunday too our community uh, our muslim community would uh have like a general iftar like, like a, a gathering group, yeah a group iftar and like people would bring their food and we'd all eat together on the floor and it was just a nice community iftar that we'd have every week yeah a lot of like memories like every time i talk about it with the girls mm-hmm. they're always like oh remember so-and-so's like salad or mm-hmm. your mom's tuna casserole or whatever it is that mm-hmm. they would i make. look forward to sambusa and bajia oh i love <laughs> that stuff i still look forward to sambusa and, and like if your mom or your aunts are serving you kind of have to like make mm-hmm. eye contact with them mm-hmm. like don't forget about me yeah and all the kids will go crazy for the macaroni for some reason (laughs) why do why do we love macaroni so much i don't even know you know what though i realized Mm -hmm. like they've had the same recipe for like 20 years Mm -hmm. because it tastes exactly this and it never disappoints yeah it's like don't why why fix something i ain't broke right yeah it really um Mm -hmm. you know how people say it quenches your thirst yeah does it quench your hunger what does it do it satisfies for the macaroni yeah yeah, like I don't know because it's, it's, it's the same. Well, it's all carbs, right? And carbs are heavy, so they make you protein in the ground beef. Okay. Yeah, and there's also a little bit of protein in the ground beef, <laughs> but the carb is what makes you full very quickly, right? So that's why we love this so much because you could eat it and you would actually feel like you had a proper meal at the end. Yeah. But for me, bomb. like my golden age wasn't that. My golden age was like when we used to have iftar that general iftar at uh do you remember the community center next to winston churchill the high school the little oh in the, in the high school no next to it remember the little library thing? yeah exactly next to the library we'd have the iftar in there i know it was, a, it was a weird time right i honestly like i'm not even joking i have no you forgot about that okay no maybe memory. this will remind you but like that was the time when we were just old enough to where after we were done eating oh we would go to tim hortons exactly the (gasps) parents did not care where we went we would just we'd all go as a group we'd walk across the street to the tim hortons we'd get a donut maybe get a coffee or like some people get the slushy because the tim hortons was inside the gas station station. (laughs) exactly (laughs) 
and I that was that. that was my golden age because like at, you, you didn't have to worry about parents bothering you about where you're going you had ultimate freedom mm. and you could just chill with your friends by going to the shop and we'd be there till like because we also i think paid taraweh there yeah. so we'd be there until like midnight sometimes yeah and you know just putting out the chairs folding everything back up at the end of the day seeing your brothers and sisters and everything and i feel like every muslim community it may be in toronto yeah tim hortons is like a it's a it's a staple it's a thing you need yeah. in ramadan like after you break your fast before yeah. taraweh like you have to mm-hmm. you have to go and when i think the tim hortons next to my house was 24 hours oh. so yeah and there was a, a mosque next to tim hortons next to my house you know next to my house how there's like down the street there's like that large mosque and like every eid police have to come down because oh. so many people are coming yeah. in that yeah, they have yeah. to like block off the road yep but because of all those people who are going to Taraweh, uh, pray Taraweh at that mosque, mm. um, they all chill at the Tim Hortons. Oh, wow. So like every day after we would come back from the community center, I would go to that Tim Hortons as well. And it would be full of people just chilling, just talking there, Isn't having their so coffee. Nice, exactly. Like you feel so safe and like, yeah. what a cute little Muslim community. Yeah. And that's why I was like, it was, that's what I missed about Ramadan. It was just mm. a, it, you felt, there was like a, a, a feeling in the air. It was like an aura that was just, around when it was ramadan i didn't feel that this much that much this year yeah i know like i even to like feel connected i was actually just talking to one of the girls in our community and i don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember but last year we had the like zoom session with all the youth oh i don't know that oh yeah yeah you you were fully part of it was i yeah because you were clapping off a beat (laughs) oh Oh, yes now i remember that so i was like telling her like oh i wonder if someone could like organize that again because yeah it, it was it's a lot of work yeah um just getting people on board and like i know people are shy and mm-hmm. don't want to like participate and whatnot yeah. but it was so nice to like see everyone on camera but that was a time when everyone was in quarantine but now because are they not all in quarantine now? not in america everybody's kind of oh, yeah. going around and doing their own thing now that's true mm-hmm. america australia they're all free and we're yeah life we're literally in like <laughs> the worst lockdown we've ever been in or shutdown yeah. we've ever been in. But I don't want to talk about that. Let's let's stick back to Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah. Um but like so do you ever think of Ramadan as like a checkpoint? Do you know um, what I mean by that? No, can you expand? Yeah, so like every year I kind of do an audit of my religiosity. Does that make sense? Your spiritual my balance. spiritual balance, mm. exactly. And like my at least the way that I think is mm. that if I'm not a better Muslim every year, then what mm. am I doing, right? What, like, you should be implementing changes so that you know, because the, I guess the ultimate goal is to be a pious, you know, uh, pious person. Yeah. Do the basic. The basic of Islam is like avoid the. I mean, do the good deeds and avoid the sins, right? Right. So you can. I try to use Ramadan as like a a checkpoint of like, okay, so what have I done in the past year, and what can I improve on for the next year? Because this is like the time when you're technically the most uh spiritually awake if yeah. that makes sense yeah um so do you uh, do you do anything like that do you ever do like a self-audit of your and what have you done what have you implemented anything recently or thought of implementing in- anything recently to kind of improve your improve your dean that's a good question and uh i was like fully nodding like agreeing with yeah. you but like yes i, I agree with okay like yeah yeah that's a good point mm-hmm. um but yeah, that's um, Ramadan is like a checkpoint. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like, you know how people have New Year's resolutions? Yeah. We have Ramadan resolutions. And yeah. I think when I was younger, I used to have goals that I wanted to achieve in the month. Mm-hmm. But then 
in the last few years, like maybe the last, I think as I just got more self-aware mm. within myself and yeah. s- specifically not, not about like my mental or emotional state, but like mm-hmm. my spiritual state. Yeah. I really focused on developing habits that I keep after Ramadan mm-hmm. um, because that's how you grow, right? If yeah. you maintain these habits, you have 30 days to build a habit mm-hmm. and then you have to maintain it for the whole year. Sometimes, you know, you fall off your human being. Yeah, exactly. That's, don't it be so, so hard on yourself. It happens, mm-hmm. yeah. But like sometimes, like for l- like last year, for example, mm-hmm. I told myself I wanted to learn how to read um, Surah Yasin. Because my parents are mm-hmm. always like, oh, when we die, like, yeah. you know how they always read it? Uh, well, they never that? taught it back to you in... in they never taught me that. Gay? Never. Uh, no, I never learned that. Surah. Really? That was like the one that I didn't mm-hmm. learn. Like, I know Surah Al-Mulk. Yeah. I just, I've never learned Yasin, ever. That's, that's ironic because like, uh, I knew Yasin, but my one of my things that I was doing is going back to it mm. and making sure like kind of... you pronouncing it. Uh, like pronouncing it. everything properly, mm. that kind of thing. Like kind of... Uh, uh, refreshing on it exactly i just was like trying to learn it so yeah. last year i i did the first page mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of pages it's i like, know I but <laughs> i did the first page i got to the first page. i think altogether it's 83 sur- 83 uh, ayas? ayas yeah i think i maybe did like 15 15 yeah okay which is like yeah that's still good. honestly anything is yeah it was yeah. better than uh, i better hadn't than touched nothing. it before so yeah. i was like okay it's better than nothing yeah um, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't really look at it after Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So this year I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this year my goal is, um, I'm going to, so my mom had her goal last year was mm-hmm. to finish reading the whole Quran. Yeah. And she did it three times. I was like, she finished it three times. Th- yeah. Cause okay. She was really lucky last yeah. year. She wasn't working. Yeah. So she was just reading the Quran all mm-hmm. day and all night. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I want to do that. Mashallah. Mashallah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's something mm-hmm. I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started. Um, I remember I was listening to a lesson from Sheikh Imagine. He was saying like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, I know some people might be discouraged because they're like, oh, I don't have, like I, I, I haven't been taught the surah, so I can't mm-hmm. actually read it. Like I'm not yeah. that fluent in Arabic or yeah. I can't read it that well. So he's like, even if you listen to it or just like, you know, focus mm-hmm. and you read it with your eyes, but listen to it with your ears. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to do that. So I, I've been reading along with like uh, i was listening to like on my phone yeah um reading along mm-hmm. a couple surahs each night yeah um and then for when i get to the stage where i'm like okay, i don't know i've never read this one before yeah. i'll just listen to it mm-hmm. and try to at least finish it in that sense because i've never like have you actually sat there and listened to the entire quran uh no like, i'm sure there's some I've, surahs i've never heard before. i think I've, i think i've heard the whole quran but i've never done it in like a whole sitting or anything like that yeah. Like you, you hear each surah like here and there kind of thing. Yeah. But I've never actually gone from page one <laughs> to page what is it Covered three it. seven six. I don't know how many pages are. Uh, mm. Well, I guess it depends on which book. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, I guess that's yeah. That's kind of similar to what I was doing when you were saying you were doing the two or three lines here uh, and there. Page, um, surahs. Surahs exactly. Surahs, by the way, are like chapters. I oh yeah, you could call yeah, it that, right? Yeah. Chapters. Yeah, each yeah. surah would be a chapter, and the ayahs are like each verses line. Or line yeah. Verses. Uh, for a long time, there was a time where I didn't even look at the Quran for like years. Mm. Like you know, you'd you'd recite it in your prayers and stuff, and <laughs> you short surahs. Yeah, short surahs <laughs> here and there, or you'd hear it like at the lessons that I would go to every week. But physically opening up the book yeah. and reading off the pages, I did not do for a significant part of my life like after you left uh saturday school yeah right? after i left saturday school mm. 
and I, I don't know, I think it's because like it was so ingrained in us in Saturday school, like it was something that we had to do every week that mm-hmm. you kind of um, burnt out a little mm-hmm. bit because you were like, okay, now I have the freedom. So I'm going to take a little bit of a break, but that little bit of a break <laughs> turns into like years <laughs> of a break. Ten years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, when Ramadan came, I think last year, I was like, okay, so I got to um, do something. Mm. So I started doing this thing where I would take, so I, I already started reading at that point. I think, no, actually, I didn't even start reading books at that point. But at some point I started, um, uh, I had this idea. I was like, how about if I just say take 30 minutes out of each day? And I choose a surah, like I chose Yasin, and I'll do 30 minutes of just reviewing that every day. And whatever, wherever I was at, even at mm-hmm. that 30 minutes, I'll just cut off and be like, okay, I'll go on the next day. Mm-hmm. Because this works in any aspect of your life. If you want to, you have to build habits mm-hmm. slowly, right? Yeah. So like you start off, like you don't, you don't go all in at once. Because if you go all in at once You'll and you don't build faster. that habit, you're going to burn out quickly. Yep. So I was like, okay, I'll dedicate just like, 30 minutes a day and, I- and let's say if you wanted to do something like this you could say 10 minutes a day mm-hmm. and then um and even if you miss a day you don't feel bad about it you just say okay i'll make sure to get it on the next day but at least build that habit so i started doing that and also another big part of me was that i wasn't um um doing my prayers like at the beginning of the time oh, i'd always yeah. be doing them at like like literally 30 minutes before they're about to leave mm. so i started to uh implement that be like okay it has, to ha- it has to be at least in like the first half of the time that reminded me of something but i'm gonna tell you after you finish okay and and those well those are really just the two main things mm-hmm. that i said i had to improve on mm-hmm. and also i think i said i had to finish at least like one religious book mm. or just read a religious book anything to do with islam in general just read one book and i did that i think i mentioned it uh in another podcast that probably hasn't come out yet mm-hmm. it was called the lives of man uh so that was one book that i did but like just implementing small things like that is what i chose to kind of improve and then this year i, I still haven't even actually come up with my goals for this coming year i'm probably going to be for ramadan or like after uh, ramadan? for things to kind of go from this ramadan to the next ramadan right because mm. that's my uh goal right to improve over time and it doesn't have to be just f- like physical things these are physical things that i was doing like uh things i could um like reading is like a physical act and and mm. make sure you're doing your prayer in the beginning first half is a physical act but it could be things internally as well like uh, um yeah. like uh i think everybody's role model at least in the muslim community it should probably be the prophet muhammad of sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh the but prophet the companions uh, the other prophets before him they're yeah. all the the you know Oh, like um, I want to use Arabic terms, but I also want to be inclusive. The companions, the companions, mm-hmm. yeah, like the, they're all top-ranking, yeah, Muslims, um, and they are the ones that we try to emulate in our actions, our yeah. sayings, our our doings, our good deeds. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we try, we should be trying to be like them, yeah, male and female, exactly. Um, so and that was something that I was had to be. I at least made myself very mindful. I was like, uh, you know how there's that line, um. Uh, people say like what would jesus do mm. i would say what would muhammad do how would he <laughs> react in this situation i'm not saying that i know exactly how to react, <laughs> yeah. but at least like try and um maybe think back to like stories that we've heard in lessons yeah and and, and and judge like um or or choose how you react to situations mm. how you uh were taught how the uh the prophet acted or his 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 manners and all those 
uh, things that he's done. Like try and implement those uh, um, manners into your own life. Yeah. So like how you treat people. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, generally how you treat people, like those kind of things. I, I just started to be more mindful of that. Yeah, I same. Um, mm-hmm. That's an interesting point where you said you differentiated between like the physical mm-hmm. um, actions versus like the internal stuff. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to, what you reminded me of before was in terms of the prayer, like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't always wait until the end, but I know that sometimes like, you know, you're doing something, you're like, Oh, I need to pray. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just like rush the prayer. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And you're not really focusing, but mm-hmm. a goal that I had last year that I actually kind of stuck to, Alhamdulillah, like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, inshallah, I can continue to stick to it, but Ooh, Oops. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> Don't break it. Oh my god, it fell over. No, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> um was uh the thing that I stuck to was uh being more mindful in my prayer, like actually mm-hmm. taking my time doing all this on uh you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like really just um what's the word? Like submerging myself in that act of worship. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so I, I stuck to that and now it's like because I know for, for at least for me, and I don't know if anyone can relate to this, sometimes, like, you never want to reach that point in your spirituality where you mm-hmm. feel like praying, fasting, doing certain things is a chore. Mm-hmm. You never want to get to that yeah. point. Because then you're like, you know, I need to check myself yeah. real quick. So for me, it was like, oh, I need to I need to pray. And it's not like a, oh, I need to go pray. It's like, no, I, this is my time. Mm-hmm. I need to go pray. Like, I need to dedicate this time. Yeah to to worship my lord and and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that was one thing that i did but um in terms of checking myself internally Mm -hmm. it's definitely what exactly what you said like how i treat people how i Mm -hmm. talk to people how i treat my family one thing that i really put on myself in the last like two years i would say Mm -hmm. and i'm not perfect okay so any family members that are listening to this like (laughs) she ain't do shit is I really wanted to like try my best to maintain that fam- family tie, mm-hmm. like actually con- reaching out to people. Yeah. And like one goal that I had for myself just in general, not even just for Ramadan is like, you know, sometimes you'll think of someone and you're like, I wonder how they're doing. And then you just never reach out. Mm-hmm. And then like five years will go by and you're like, yo, I was thinking about you that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like, if I think of somebody, I'm like, what's wrong? Why don't people do that? Like, Hey, you mm-hmm. came to mind and I just wanted to call you. Yeah. Like, imagine how, like, if I called you, I mean, I would never do this. Yeah. <laughs> I might one day surprise you. Like, hey, Amir. I feel like we talk Even so though, often. yeah, we see each other more than enough. Yeah. Mm. But, like, imagine if I didn't see you for, like, remember that day last year when we came over to your house after going grocery shopping because we just didn't see you in so oh, long? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like a, obviously, that's not something you would do all the mm-hmm. time. But, like, just even, like, someone calling you to say, hey, you know who's really good at doing that? Who? A bus. Really? Shout out to Abbas. Actually, yeah, he is. He's really good at he doing that. He did do that, yeah, yeah. And I admire that about him. But mm-hmm. like, you know, like just little things like that. Like, mm-hmm. that was something that I also like. Abbas is our cousin, by the way. Or yeah. at least he's my cousin. We grew up together. We're basically Yeah, we all cousins. grew up You know together. how it is in the Habasha community. Exactly. Okay, everyone's <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> you grew up with them and you automatically have like mm-hmm. blood ties. I might um, have to steal that from you because I'm really bad at that. Like, I can bad. go. I can go... <laughs> a year two years without talking to anyone and just hey this might be one of your goals for this year yeah do you have actually we should probably talk about that do you have any goals uh coming up have you thought of anything yet um yeah Hmm, have you yeah is this something you want to reveal or is this something you're trying to keep close right now Mm, i 
can okay, reveal I, it. Okay, go ahead. I can reveal it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it's the goal that I have is learning not to take certain things personally mm-hmm. and giving, being more, um, giving people the benefit, benefit of the doubt of the more, mm-hmm. more than I already do. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like it's not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll try, I'll say that I'm giving someone the benefit of the doubt, yeah. but deep down I'm still harboring like yeah. feelings towards it. Yeah. But like now I'm really pushing myself like, Mm-hmm. even if i can find one minuscule excuse yeah to overlook someone the way that they treated me spoke to me yeah. maybe didn't even say anything to me mm-hmm. i'm gonna try my best to give them that because wh- in the moments that i did do it mm-hmm. and i'm sure you can relate to this don't you feel so much more like at peace mentally like yeah. you're not overthinking it you're mm-hmm. just like okay maybe they just did this and okay you're fine yeah that's how I actually that's how i normally think because yeah it's it's a lot more of a burden to hold on to it than mm-hmm. just to let it go right yeah and and i guess that kind of goes back to what we were talking about about taking on some of the manners of the prophet because yeah. that's something that prophet would do he'd give the people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. like it has to be very blatant for it to mm-hmm. be taken uh in some type of negative way but because you know what i used to say i always would say like mm-hmm. i'm someone who believes in more than more than just a second chance Mm -hmm. and i think being forgiving is a very praised thing in in Mm -hmm. islam it's a good thing to have yeah um that being said i always used to say like don't be naive like don't Mm -hmm. let someone play you you yeah like you forgive them but don't let them play you come on you go now now you're just dumb yeah yeah but i i took that a little too much Mm -hmm. and so now it's like i'm not even gonna give you a chance to play me Mm -hmm. i'll forgive you but i'm gonna forget you and cut you out of my life (laughs) you know so i think i took it to an extreme Mm -hmm. But I I don't think I don't think it has to be like that. No. Like you can you can forgive someone, be cordial with them, mm-hmm. have a laugh or two. Yeah. But when it comes to certain things where you feel like you might be getting played, mm-hmm. put your ba- outline your boundaries right then and there to that mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. friend, romantic relationship, family members, mm-hmm. coworker, whatever it may be. Very true. Communicate whatever it is you got to communicate. Well, yeah, it all comes down to communication, right? Yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> I think literally anything or like. Uh, anything that has to do with human interaction all comes down to communication and comprehension and comprehension exactly because mm, you can communicate all you want but if i don't understand yeah you yeah <laughs> if you guys speak two different languages <laughs> where's communication gonna help you exactly mm-hmm. exactly but yeah i think that's my goal okay mine was What's yours? more physical i guess again because <laughs> of course it's always to still take on more the manners of mm-hmm. the prophet but also uh mine was to learn more dua oh yeah like have you noticed after after the prayer mm-hmm. i feel so useless because like uh especially now in ramadan mm-hmm. uh, when you pray jama'ah like uh, for maghrib mm-hmm. my dad will be he'll be usually leading mm-hmm. and uh after he's done he'll make dua and he'll he'll like give out like a one minute dua mm-hmm. and we'll all just you know say i mean and everything but mm-hmm. and i'm trying to mouth it with him so i can learn it yeah but i want to take the time to actually sit down and learn the dua properly so i can yeah. do it myself and and that really um like uh the issue at least to me like kind of uh, showed itself more in the past couple of days because my dad he's been working later in the evening like he'll work at from like two o'clock to eleven o'clock so oh, he'll miss uh and he'll he won't miss the maghrib prayer for us but like he'll miss uh iftar well, well technically maghrib yeah exactly maghrib with you guys exactly with us uh, uh so i would be the one leading mm. and i'm good with the leading and everything but at the end for giving the dua i was like i'm sorry guys yeah, i can't like help every you man for himself <laughs> exactly every man for themselves uh so that's something i really want to improve on so like i don't feel like i like i feel like i can 
make a proper dua after the prayer because you can always make it i guess in your own language yeah but it's you better to know it. yeah say it in english but i i think it's the arabic language is so unmatched yeah. it's so beautiful exactly like, um and i think what would make it easier for you if, mm-hmm. is if you like if you find a duat that you like but mm-hmm. also learning the meaning because yeah. you actually are conscious of what oh you're yeah saying. definitely learning the meaning yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's a good one i kind of want to Steal that one too. <laughs> hey, that's what this is for, right? Exactly. So you can learn from each other. Exactly. That's I, I like that one. Yeah, because Dua has always like is in all the years we went to um Kurange, which mm-hmm. is if you don't know, Kurange is like the school or religious school that we went to Sunday every Saturday. Yeah. We would go to that school. And I think a lot of the people in our community, at least in their younger years, went to Kurange or had Kurange <laughs> or had some type of uh connection to it. Uh but yeah, they would teach us like Arabic. They mm-hmm. would teach us Quran. They would teach us uh, religion. the religion, but like rules of the religion. Rules of re- rules of the religion. But uh, I think like du'a was the one thing that was kind of lacking, or at least something maybe I wasn't maybe paying attention. Maybe it was being taught, but I just mm-hmm. wasn't paying attention as much. But that's something that uh, I really needed to improve on, and that's something I want to work on for the next year. Uh, well, for the rest of my life, but at least yeah. implement it now. You're and, focusing it on. And focus on it mm. and uh, make it something that's like part of my life in the future and learn more and more over time. But like you do like the personal ones, right? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. that's something that um, I remember like I used to only do during Ramadan. But mm-hmm. after last year, that was another goal that I had last year was to mm-hmm. maintain the consistency of saying certain things after prayers mm-hmm. and i, I kind of stuck to it so i'm like mm-hmm. oh this habit actually stuck mm-hmm. this is a good thing so um i'm gonna focus on duat now yeah that's a really good thing and um uh so for uh i guess something else we can quite close off the episode here is that like eid Huh? Is it too early to talk about Eid? It's only the first okay, week let's, of let's talk about Eid then. I feel like we we've had some really good Eid memories. Yeah, Eid like um, I I remember Eid for me. I, when did it stop being like? Remember how Eid we would actually all go to the same place mm-hmm. after, but now like recently it's been more like we'd all go to different places we try to make plans but sometimes they not might not work out yeah so i know i went to talking about like the golden age of uh our ramadan iftars but like what was the golden age of eid for you uh i think you know what i'm gonna say which we do the eid barbecues it was literally between your house and my house Mm -hmm. every single year Mm -hmm. and we i used to live for those you know which one i actually remember like really really well it sticks out in my memory do you remember when i was stuck in bahrain and 2012 and i surprised all of you guys i just showed up because you guys all thought i was like stuck there for another day yeah and i remember um sebri and my mom came over to your house we were hiding nabat was in the car with me but i was hiding in the car yeah and then they all came you guys said hi to them yeah and then i came out and I thought I was sneaking into your house, but your mom saw me and she literally <laughs> screamed. She was freaking, you know your mom. <laughs> oh, you can hear her from the other side of the planet. She screamed <laughs> so loud. Like, I was scared. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then because she screamed, everyone else yeah. was like, what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? And then all the girls came mm-hmm. and it was like a good like cry sesh because yeah. I, I thought it was How long were you stuck there? You were stuck there for like... It was honestly like one day, but... Yeah. Um, there was a chance that we weren't going to catch the next flight out. Yeah. So and you were with some people, right? You were with... Uh, yeah, I was with Manal, yeah. um, Sumeya, and Sami. Yeah. So we thought we were going to miss Eid. Yeah. Like, it was the last day of Ramadan yeah. there. 
um and so then i told my parent like eventually i came back yeah. but like i didn't have a phone or whatever so no mm-hmm. one actually knew i was back here what year was this 2012 i had a phone but it, i lost my sim card oh okay so i couldn't post anything like yeah that was the age of posting <laughs> literally every second of your life mm-hmm. on facebook but or twitter or whatever but uh yeah no one knew i was here and the next day was eid mm-hmm. so um why didn't i go to eid prayer i don't know i don't know why i didn't go to, usually i go to eid prayer i don't yeah. know why i didn't go this year maybe i slept in i don't know but yeah then i came to your house mm-hmm. and yeah it was just like so nice after being gone for seven weeks to see yeah i miss those uh you want to do one this oh never mind it's corona yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> damn it and i was naive enough to be like because i i didn't the numbers i wasn't looking at them for the longest time when it came to like the covid numbers for the week and then when ramadan started i didn't know that how bad it was getting so i was like you know i was sending people messages be like inshallah by the end of this month we'll all have eat together we'll all be vaccinated (laughs) i thought that we would all be vaccinated and have and like be good by that point i thought the numbers maybe like around a thousand you really thought next thing you know we're having like four thousand five thousand a week Um, or a day they're predicting that the cases are going to get up to eighteen thousand mm-hmm. in May. Like I can't comprehend that. In How my are mind. there enough people to do that? Like I feel that like means, everyone's at least gotten it, here. right? That means we're all going to get it again if we don't get vaccinated. Uh, but I mean, even if we do, we might get it. But but yeah, like that was like the Eid barbecues. Yeah, that was something that, that was I, that was uh, I miss cool that made. so much. Yeah, but if you if you go further back, I remember. I don't know if it was the whole community <laughs> who did this or it was just us. Remember Chuck E. Cheese yes why do we all go to chuck e cheese after yeah, i think it's because you could just put the kids there and let them have fun and do their thing no but i can't imagine taking a bunch of kids to chuck e cheese now could you imagine that headache mm-hmm. and and now that i think back like mm-hmm. how are we not afraid of chuck e cheese like the the things the dancing now mouse- i was afraid stuff. of them then why would we go every year i have no idea like <laughs> that was a weird thing. I was. I think it's just because of the games. Did the they pizza. have like a jungle gym type of thing? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's why, why we went. Yeah. That's why. That makes sense. But I feel like Chuck E. Cheese was like that time where <laughs> everyone just knew where you were going right after Eid prayer. Like it wasn't even a thought. You were like, I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese, and I'm gonna get that Eid money and give it to my parents and never see it again. <laughs> oh man. I feel like that's what paid off my college. Just all that Eid money I used to get <laughs> when I was a kid. All the money you saved. Even now, like, Sabri, mm-hmm. uh, when last year, Nuh was, like, maybe five or six yeah. months. His, my nephew was, like, five or six months. And yeah. um, uh, I gave him Eid money. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, can I trust that you're going to actually give this to him? And he was, like, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to him. He was, like, I'm all, this is for our lunch later. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you just gonna do that? <laughs> no, you, you gotta put it. Tell him to put it into a, a bank account for him. Exactly. And in the future, he can take it out and pay off student loans now, with now all that like, Eid money they begin. But do kids get that much Eid money these days? I don't know. Maybe it's because we're not part of that circle. Like, I feel like we should be the ones giving out that Eid money now. We're we're at that age. Do you give out Eid money? Like my parents, they they tell me every time you should be giving Eid money I to know, your right? your nieces and nephews. Or not your nieces and nephews. Yeah, the technically, younger kids. Yeah, the younger kids. Yeah. And like, I might pull out five or like $10 here and there. But. You know why? We would get like some real bucks back in the day. Because we don't care. We're not a cash generation. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's, I like, guess that's a big thing. You got e-transfer? <laughs> 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 but like our parents, mm-hmm. they're just carrying bare cash. Yeah. Them. Back in the day, they used to carry cash all the time. So it was a little easier just to give that out. Yeah. 
feel like it had like the same mentality as like you just have a bunch of cash in your wallet taking out five or ten bucks didn't you didn't really feel it as much let me just tell everyone that's listening to this mm-hmm. amir's dad was like the king of eid money mm. <laughs> and you know what annoyed me it's like he would give it to like you know his actual nieces like us yeah he'd give it to all of us kids then the other kids are like, yo, that guy's giving out 20s. <laughs> it's like a line of kids. kids just waiting for him to get money. What I low-key think is that he used to take my Eid money and just give it out to those <laughs> kids. Recycle it. <laughs> and recycle it, exactly. Just hold it on for the next I'm year. I'm actually crying. <laughs> thinking about that. I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I should show you the videos yeah. of our, like, uh, I have videos from the 90s. I when we used to have them. eat i'll show you those i'll show you those later i want to see those but yeah yeah like i just oh i miss eat so much and i'm I like know. getting sad mm-hmm. inshallah next year we'll have like a inshallah. proper eid i don't know i don't know if the government knows how to get their poop together yeah why, why am i trying to get there can i say the yeah yeah get their shit together basically yeah i mean we don't really like mm-hmm. <sighs> I think we can speak for all Canadians. We're frustrated. We're tired. We are yeah. so over this yeah. virus pandemic. Have I guess people yeah, been we dying. Like I, I stopped watching the news at this point because yeah, it's. Uh, I think the other day it was twenty nine deaths, and and this th- is the new strain that they're talking about. Well, they. W- it, it, I think it's just all the strains kind of mixed up together. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess we can go a little bit off topic here with like now how Ontario's in like an extra hard lockdown where everything is closed and have like you been to like the mm-hmm. grocery store this week or last um, week like, no i haven't been did? in the cu- a couple weeks because i because i meal prep right oh. so i buy all my food two weeks ahead of time yeah and then i like can make it over time so i haven't really seen it uh they, how like, they are i went to costco last week and mm-hmm. they, they literally closed off all non-essential aisles I saw a video of that food. It's literally just food. That's it. So Mm -hmm. like when we went there with my mom, we were going to return. um, She bought like a cheese grater. Yeah. And so she's like, we don't need this anymore. I'm just going to return. it." They told us we can't return it because they're not selling this item right now. What? You can still return it. No, they said they are not taking any returns for non-essential items. I'm like, but this is. That makes no sense. Just hold it in your inventory until you open up again. Yeah, but they like it was weird. So we weren't Mm -hmm. we weren't able to. um we weren't able to return it and oh you know what else is like uh what a, a memory that i just an unlocked, unlocked memory yeah do you remember shopping for eid clothes yo <laughs> we were we had drip back in the day did yo, you see our eid photos the we i listen okay mm-hmm. when you walked into the eid prayer yeah while they're still making um like they're, they're still reciting the they could before the actual prayer yeah. I in my mind how I remember it is like I would be walking in slow motion. That's your runway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you'd be with your fresh, uncreased kicks. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, you had the cleanest clothes. You'd set it up like the day before, so that it would all be ready. Because you knew that like you'd have to go at seven o'clock in the morning just yeah. to make for the e prayer. So you had to, had to have everything ready and on the go. What type of e prayer goer goer were you? Were you always on time? Or you were always on time. Yeah, I was, I was always on time. Always like. 30 seconds before the imam is about to say Allah well, like running in. It made sense because you guys were further out. Literally True. every time we had Eid, yeah, it was always lucky. five minutes down the street so for me. Because being in Scarborough, at least like the part of Scarborough that we were in where the mm. community center was right there. So I would always just be ready within 10 minutes and just step out. But my favorite parts were the mornings. Like it was, a sh- it's tradi- it's, it is a tradition that my mom makes malawah yep. every morning with the eggs. And, and sometimes you'd have dakka. 
Fatira. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I remember Dude, that. <laughs> We're fasting, man. <laughs> I remember that. I actually I remember now I want some. I'm gonna oh see if I can god. beg my mom. She's off tomorrow. And she's like, hey, can you make us some some tomorrow? no no, you gotta I'm I'm waiting to I like know, it's like the build up for eating. Exactly. I don't I, I purposely don't eat Malawa or anything related to Malawa. Yeah. For that whole month. So when I get it on the first day of Eid in the morning, when I'm eating after the prayer, when you're getting like the food, true, it just it just hits different. I don't know. Very that true. Oh my! I, I can't wait for Eid, honestly. Like even though we're not gonna be able to all be together, maybe um, it depends on if people just follow. Because sometimes, honestly, I've noticed that in our community, people don't follow the rules as much. They do. They make exceptions. Yeah, they make exceptions, and when mm-hmm. they make those exceptions, they're big exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. So True. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, but like, don't month. you like? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's different for guys, but mm-hmm. Eid clothes shopping. Yeah, that was stress. Kay? No, I was stressed. You talking about? You just it, any girls that mm-hmm. are listening to this, especially if you were like last minute and you're going the night before. It's yeah. like. 8 30 the mall's about to close in half yeah. an hour your mom's yelling at you like pick something wasn't there like i swear i don't know if it was you or some other girls but there were some people who literally didn't show up to eat prayer because they couldn't <laughs> find the right clothes to wear <laughs> that was you <laughs> that was me 100 that was me i'm one of those dramatic people that would not go to eat prayer because i couldn't find the perfect <laughs> outfit Oh man! Oh, but I don't goodness. do that anymore, though. Do you still like think no. about eat prayer? No, you just no. wear an abaya yeah, and you just go right. We're old now. Yeah. We'll imagine, imagine if I told you I'm going eat clothes shopping, you'd be like, "What? What exactly?" <laughs> I think because we're now that we're older and we have our own money. Yeah. We literally go shopping whenever we want. Exactly. So it's like, what's something that people haven't seen me wear? Yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one time where I wore because like, we still had. Uh, during around we had like uh, if those iftars I was talking about this was back in the day, uh, well like a few years ago, mm. where I literally wore the same outfit on the iftar day and on the eid day. I had nothing changed. I wore the exact same outfit twice in a week, which is something that is not even normal in a normal case. Was st- like Amir Harun, you are an outfit repeater. No, yes, <laughs> a line from the Lizzie McGuire movie. How do you not know that? I've made you watch it so many oh, times. Yeah, we did watch it like a few weeks ago. Oh, how how long ago was that? That was literally December when oh Gizman was here. That was a long time. That was a very it felt long like time only ago. a few weeks ago, but then you never know. With pandemic time, is kind of weird. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But um, I, well, I'm I'm still praying that by the end of the month, at least the restrictions will be somewhat picked up. You're optimistic. I know, but that's very optimistic. I'm just gonna get a shirt that says "optimistic" on the front. Of it. <laughs> I I literally was on ASOS uh, yesterday. Yeah, just going through like shirts I wanted to get, and one of them would literally said like "optimistic," but it was some weird like tight fit shirt. So I'm like, ah, it doesn't work. But if I can find one that's like maybe a hoodie or like a nice T-shirt that just says "optimistic" on it, I'm getting that ASAP. I would get one that says. Who am I kidding? I feel like I'm pretty optimistic too. Like yeah. I want to pretend like I'm a realist. I'm hyper optimistic. <laughs> I'm not hyper. I'm minor optimistic. Okay. That's, that's, but I'm also a realist. Can you be a realist and an optimistic? Uh, and an optimist? If that's if that's the case, then that's me. Yeah. You're more optimistic than you are a realist. Yeah. I think. Wait, I'm what? You're more of an optimistic? Optimist. Optimist. <laughs> <laughs> then what? <laughs> then you're realist. I got you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, 
Oh, you're shoot. more of an optimist than a realist, I think. You're just so positive. I don't know. Sometimes your positive, your positivity is. You like, gotta be positive, man. Stop being so positive. You gotta be positive. That's 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 also something I picked up from when I was talking about before. Like, man is a prophet. I feel like he was an optimist, but also I feel like he was also like a stoic at the same time. Very stoic. Mm-hmm. <gasps> What's that sound? Is it the ice cream truck? Your podcast over number. <laughs> 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 listen i don't yeah, care did, if i'm 75 if i'm 75 i will be excited for the ice cream truck yeah that soft serve yeah with the dip with the, the dip, chocolate dip. With the dip oh my god that is literally the best the mm-hmm. best thing anyone who got the friggin' blue or the pink one you're yeah, nasty nah, you're nah. actually sick <laughs> that's disgusting i don't think I've, uh, well you would you get would you get vanilla chocolate or twist are you even, is that even a question? What would you get? Twist. Of course. Who oh, get, shoot, sorry. I just. Who, <laughs> who would get anything else? Yeah, the twist was always twist, A1, day one. It had, to be, day it had one. to be twist. It had mm-hmm. to be. With the chocolate dip. Uh, now I want some. I'm yeah, here. we're talking about food while we're, uh, while we're fasting. <laughs> you know what? On the topic of fasting and food, mm-hmm. it's a real thing going grocery shopping when you're fasting. Mm-hmm. You buy things that you've never even had before, mm-hmm. but it just looks good because you're fasting. Mm-hmm. Like. I just, I don't know. Unfortunately, I I have to break my rule because my rule is always never go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. But in Ramadan, you have no choice. Yeah, you really don't. So that's why I buy my food way ahead of time. So, But I do have to go this week because I bought it for two weeks. Go Uh, in the morning when you're not that hungry. Or actually, no, I still should have enough food for the next week. So actually, I don't have to go this week. But in the, I can't go in the morning. I guess I can go in the morning on the weekends. The weekend, but yeah. I go at specific times because I know that's when the lines are going to be the shortest. Because oh. you know how the lines are hell long at yeah. some of these places like yeah, Costco yeah. or Walmart. So, uh, uh, but I also like to go, even though it's more expensive, I prefer to go to like my uh, local grocery store. Uh, because Sun more, Valley. Yeah, Sun Valley, which is like the only place left that's just a regular local grocery store like it has everything you need mm. it's just a little bit more expensive but it's owned by like someone who lives in the neighborhood it's like the single oh. location so i like to support like small businesses like that right even though it's a fairly large store it's it's still owned by one guy and it's not like a franchise or anything or no longer a franchise um but that's something i've been trying to be more mindful of because if you go to these big places like walmart yeah. or costco like the little guys are all the ones that are being pushed out the, the little like uh smaller stores. smaller stores yeah and uh i feel like you have to be very conscious of that especially in these times where mm-hmm. it's harder for these smaller businesses to stay open so we kind of have to support them and even though it's going to cost us a little more we have at least we're able to still work full time yeah so we have the privilege to at least have that money or to spend in those smaller businesses and hopefully keep them open so when things open up they don't have to uh they're not left behind it really sucks what they did though like they um they basically told all the stores yep patio season is here Mm -hmm. they opened like all the stores prepared for that Mm -hmm. bought all their supplies hired people and then a week and a half later they're like Mm -hmm. just kidding we're all going back in the states we're locked down i feel like doug ford's approval rate right now doug ford is the mayor of toronto i feel like his approval rate right now is like in the negative i don't think it could be any worse Uh, there's probably those like crazy white people who are still supporting him or whatever i don't think anyone's supporting yeah even the white people don't support it (laughs) yeah like no white people love the outdoors okay and if they're gonna be told to stay locked in when the weather's nice they're gonna hate you Mm -hmm. and the fact that with his new lock he didn't listen because i think a lot of the healthcare workers were asking for paid time off 
paid sick days paid yeah. sick days yeah. which i honestly had no i saw some people posting about it like some nurses posting about it on instagram mm-hmm. i had no idea i was literally gonna message me like what do you mean by paid sick days i don't understand what this means i was like why don't i just google it first mm-hmm. so i googled it and now i understand what it is because like um at least well the the thing that i read online was more in line with like people who work factory jobs yeah because those people if they don't have paid sick, paid sick days then they feel like if they take so their sick days they're gonna get fired mm-hmm. so they'd rather go into work even though they're feeling sick uh than to lose their job uh and that's not something that people should be doing or having to go through in a time like this um and on healthcare worker side so do you understand uh why the healthcare workers specifically like nurses and stuff are asking for paid sick days off yeah, actually, the the one time I did watch the news, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know who this woman was, but she was basically saying that the they're asking for paid sick days because people who don't have the luxury of working from home and actually have mm-hmm. to go out to work, yeah. if they don't have paid sick days, they're mm-hmm. the ones that unfortunately are getting exposed to the virus. And if they don't have their own car, mm-hmm. you now have to take public transportation yeah, and you've seen those videos yeah. and pictures of people on ttc where it's yes. literally packed with people yes which i was surprised because i just i didn't think it was like i thought it was gonna be yeah empty. i thought there was still social distancing on the buses but apparently they don't care anymore they're just is it because they on. have less service like less buses now and so that's why all of them are packed or possibly oh, i think that's, that's what i case. assumed yeah. mm-hmm. but um yeah and so because there aren't any paid sick days mm-hmm. or there's like the fear of losing your job because you may get sick so nurses don't get paid sick days i'm not sure about nurses but i know mm-hmm. like if you're if you have to go to work and then mm-hmm. you get covid for example yeah you temp you you basically get like temporarily laid off like you have to go in ei right away mm-hmm. there's no sick days mm-hmm. which is crazy to me damn i did not know that yeah so it depends on your company but like mm-hmm. for the most part they're not going to pay you sick days yeah so uh if you're a nurse out there uh please educate me a little more on this because i still mm. like uh, I, I never knew that people didn't get paid sick days because i think i get paid sick. i think a lot of companies give out paid sick days but mm. i didn't know that there were companies who didn't i thought that was just you a might given. get like two three yeah if you accumulate them you have more but oh so how many paid sick days are they asking for like i honestly i don't know mm-hmm. that's something that we okay maybe this is something research. we should come back to I, we're yeah. all kind of off topic anyways yeah yeah um so are they do you have any closing remarks about ramadan um i mean i don't want to feel down about this month because i still want to take advantage of yeah. of our time while yeah. we while we have it um but you know i think i actually like i feel like we had a good conversation yeah. like i i took away some things that i want to implement yeah. now um, but I also have this like huge sense of nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. I want to see everyone now. Yeah. Like I'm angry that we It'll can't. It'll make you appreciate it more when you do have it in the future and show. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. listen, the next time we can like go to eat prayer at Ramadan, like yeah. we're going all out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want a five star meal. when <laughs> we go to the. <laughs> 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 um, but, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know. I'm going to be optimistic like Amir and just hope that the restrictions are a little bit eased up. Maybe mm-hmm. we can have eat in a park or something. I don't yeah. Know. We'll see. Um, yeah. So if you, if you, if you want to take advantage of uh, the month and maybe donate to some things that. Yeah. Your uh, good deeds are multiplied. E- exactly. This month. Um, so there are actually a few things we'll out leave there. Some, some links in our, bi- in our description yeah. uh, of this podcast and, and, you know, you can check it out if, if you have any, um 
if you have any suggestions yourself, you can let us know. We can add it to the description of the exactly. actual podcast. Exactly. But yeah, we'll leave some charities and some places that you can actually donate to in the description. So maybe you can benefit even more from this month. Um, we kind of went in a lot longer than we thought we would. <laughs> yeah, we really didn't thought this was going to be like a 30-minute thing. <laughs> um, this is typically how long our pos- podcast probably will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, my name is Amir. My name is Sara, and if you like what we're talking about and want to hear more, don't forget to follow us on our socials. Oh, yeah, there you go. I still don't know how to close these things off properly. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. Cousin Connection Pod on Instagram. Um, thank you so much for listening. I think, you know, we, we're we still getting our groove. So for mm-hmm. everyone who's like the first wave of listeners, we really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. We're so open to feedback and suggestions. Um I know like once we're we're good with this and we're comfortable who knows we might even have a special guest or two and, yeah. and have some other input so I feel like we've gotten since we've already recorded technically like two or three episodes before this yeah we've gotten a lot more comfortable yeah at doing this and we kind of like have improved so it's gonna be kind of weird going from I know this episode uh, to the ones that we might re- release after because mm-hmm. be uh, keep in mind that we recorded those episodes before this one so we're already practiced at this point and we're kind of used to the format um so there might be a little bit of degradation degradation of the decrease in quality yeah you know what let's we'll <laughs> let you be the judge of that yeah yeah let us know how you feel about <laughs> exactly. it exactly let us know how you feel give us your feedback at cousin connection pod on instagram uh message us on there and um Hopefully you have a blessed Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Mubarak. Muslim brothers and sisters. Exactly. And uh, yeah. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye. That took way too long. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.